Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of Urban Paranormal Podcast. You know, right now you have me, your host, J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. Co-host, The Daily Dose of Brandy. And right across from me, we have the beautiful Miss Warchild, Cody. She's returned. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's another repeat offender. Another repeat offender. Hey. Yeah. It's addictive. Right, right. It's addictive. Right? Yeah. You forgot to say, uh, this is the Urban Paranormal Podcast where you might be crazy to them, but, but your, your family, family to, to us. us. Hey, it's going down. <laughs> we got a very special guest Damn in the sure house do. tonight, man. Hey, it's the legendary Houston legend lyrically this man is off the chain he's a philosopher he's a writer man and he's uh shoot mr k <laughs> to the reno there the rap god. The rap god what's going on k reno um blessed man and just happy to be here thank y'all for having me on y'all thank you for coming already, man already I'm honored to be here yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it's man. a blessing thank you so much for coming out we are honored to have you here exactly um here go the thing man uh everybody at home um you really need to listen to um, Mr. Reno's music is very um, enlightening. Oh yeah, yeah, enlightening for real, oh, yeah. for real. So today, Mr. Reno, we we talking about so many different things in this game of rap music and everything because you know a lot of the young brothers got killed, you know, mm-hmm. and they predicted their deaths, you know. And I think the 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 argument, not argument, but the conversation that Trent and I were having was, is it true? Like you can predict or talk your death speak your death into existence yes yeah, speak your death into existence is it you think that's possible yeah you you can speak anything into existence so yes. uh, if you can speak um success you can speak death you can speak um failure it just all depends on the, the state of, of your mind right if you mm-hmm. believe in yourself and have confidence then you can work you can walk into greatness but if you have self doubt and disbelief and um you can walk into failure and when, as rappers, when we try to portray that image of, I'm not scared to die, or this and that, right. then, then you're writing those actual words out and right. you're projecting that out into the universe. And at some point, if you don't reverse the direction of that, then you can walk into that. So, yeah, I believe in that. Whoa, wow. Most definitely. Well, here go the thing. I, <clears throat> I had a question. You know, um, there's a song that you have, and it's The Experiment. Right. I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's so many things that you speak and that you say in there, okay? And you're doing it from a different perspective. So I love that too. But I also, it makes me wonder though, like, do you truly believe like that maybe the industry is being, or the people based off the song is being controlled by the um, spirits, gods, or whatever they call them, Illuminati, you know? Cause they like worship all these things or something, right, Trent? Like, yeah, yeah. you know. So I was wondering, do you honestly believe that that is actually happening? Yeah, no, I, I don't believe that it's being controlled by by spirits. I believe it's being controlled by men, yeah, mm-hmm. who practice those types of rituals and who believe in those types of ways. So they actually do experiment on the people. Um, man has always been about experimentation, whether yeah, right. it's for the good or for the bad. Yeah, you know, that's just what we do, we have to figure mm-hmm. out what's what, so we do it through a process of experimentation. Unfortunately, there are times where people take the experimentation to, to the, too far and they too use far. it in the wrong yeah. way. Yeah. Right. And we, we, the more we discover and the more knowledge that we get, we have to have the humility to be able to properly utilize it mm-hmm. because you turn then you turn into what's called 
a mad scientist right, instead right. of just a scientist that uses it for the better. So, right. Yeah. Wow. Well, see, now, here go the thing, though. In that song, and I love it because it's another part of my question here that has to do with paranormal. Right. At the very end, it was this huge punchline, the same punchline that I remember that blew me away when I watched Twilight Zone. But I heard to hear it, and at the end when you said, hell, that's already been done on a planet called Earth. Right. That that in itself says that the, the perspective you were taking were for some people that weren't from Earth. Right. So my question is, do you honestly believe in the fact that there might be aliens or different things that's here in, in, in your songs that's kind of controlling us? Well, let me say this. Um, I'm a big Twilight Zone fan myself. So I saw an episode of Twilight Zone that resembled that. The Earth. They were ex experimenting. The, the aliens were experimenting. Oh, oh, okay. So it was based off of that premise when I when I wrote that song. Okay. But as far as um, just having those, uh, what we would call alien entities that mm -hmm. may resemble us in, mm -hmm. in how we look or may resemble us in, in how they um, run civilizations, I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I, I don't I don't deny it because I don't know. But um, I'm a subscriber to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and yeah. he does teach that um, there are planets in our solar system that are inhabited. Now he didn't necessarily say inhabited by what or what forms of life, but mm -hmm. he did say inhabited. So that's why I won't dismiss. But um, you know the thing is when you talk about that song, the experiment. I, I look at that based on what we've already seen mm -hmm. in our time being here, where you take, where they take technology, where they take um, medicine and all these different things, and they literally distribute them out to the people to see what the reaction will be and right, see what the responses right, will right. be. They do it in terms of um, creating situations of, of poverty. Just yeah. place this particular group of people in this setting and see how they behave. Right. See if they'll start killing each other. State, yeah. yeah. So it, that, 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 those are things that I absolutely believe in, but I believe that they're being done by people. Yeah, by people. Yeah, no doubt. No so doubt. I have a quick question for you. Do you think what makes music even so more dangerous is that artists have such huge followings when you put all these people in one place and those lyrics, if they're projecting negativity, you have all of these people gathered in one place chanting basically these lyrics. Do you think that ma that's what makes negative lyrics so much more dangerous? Yeah, if 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 the negative lyrics are placed within a context of a song that's that's what we call jamming, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then it can actually have that influence. That vibration can actually hit in those words because we can we can lay out any words and place them in a way that sound good oh, yeah. and they can influence people, you know, for the, for the good or, or for the worse. But on the bigger scale, again, I put the most of the emphasis on the people who are distributing that kind of music, right. who are allowing that kind of music to get out because it, it couldn't, it couldn't have the reach that it had if it weren't for those guys who sitting in the high seat and said, yes. okay, you know what? We'll put this out. Mm -hmm. But we won't put out any music that that is positive, positive or conscious right. like that. Right. So, but but we got to go to the root of everything. But don't don't you think at some point that us as people or consumers have to stop accepting that type of music? If that, it's that not, corrupts. If it's not if it's not for you, then absolutely you shouldn't accept it. But the people who are accepting it, the people who are consuming it, they like it. Yeah. 
So it's a different, we, we're coming from two different thought processes. We're looking at it as older people who've been in the game, who've seen all the different changes in music, and where we say, man, look, nah, that's not good for us. Yeah. But if you're 17, yeah. if you're 19, you're 20, then you may not be on that level of, of thinking yet. You're like, man, it's jamming. That's what we like. We like to talk about head busting and, and getting high and getting drunk, and, and these things resonate with them because they haven't matured yet. So mm-hmm. if if there's any blame to be placed on the thought process that's taking place among the youth, then it has to go on us right. because somewhere along the line we dropped the ball yeah. in yeah. teaching them. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of on that note too, but I kind of think that us as people have to change change the music. I that's agree. just that's just my thoughts. I agree with that too. See, that's that's where personal responsibility comes in. Yeah, you know, because the truth is, you know, we know right from wrong. Yeah, and we and we have to grow to a point where we are able to distinguish um, reality from yeah. the fantasy. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like watching a movie, and then you know, I'm not gonna go outside and try to do what they were doing. In the exactly. Movie. I watch exactly. a bank. I'm watching set it off. I'm not gonna go out. Yeah, but that's me. Yeah, but it may influence. Some people. somebody else yeah, to that actually happens. go out. It happens. So yeah. it's it's so many different levels to it, all based on where a person's head is and yeah. their condition at the time. And, and I I basically believe that music is much more than just words and sounds. Yeah, absolutely. I think oh, it yeah. affects you in more ways than you even know. I mean, like your senses. You you're not just hearing it. You're seeing it. Your videos. What's coming yeah. out. Your Feeling it when you yeah, say I feel it, yeah. like there's certain songs that make me want to do certain things, like killing in the name of makes yeah. me want to get up and just drop exactly. kick a TV for no reason, just and, because it's like ah, yeah. it trigger, it makes me feel a certain way. Yeah, and I think certain when, tones have power. When people work out, you know, you want to get your, you, you got that song that you play that gets you in the mood, right. or when you're getting dressed and you have that theme song and you're like, Boom. music is a vibration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and it makes the sounds you feel. resonate, and mm-hmm. also. You can become one with it. Oh yeah, and 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 it could be negative or positive. You you can become one with it because a lot of times we put so much emphasis and focus on the negative effects that certain music has. But I would venture to say that on a whole, music has had more of a positive effect on the people than it has a, a negative effect because so many people are inspired by. Great artists, you know that that mm-hmm. have come along and have made songs that have changed the the thought process of generations, yeah. that have shaped cultures for the better. Yeah. So it's just about those that that percentage that that may be still participating in the negative side of it. It's about trying to educate them the best we can. If they don't take it, then it's on them. Yeah. Right. But we still have to make sure that at the end of the day we do our job. So whatever blood comes along, it's not on our hands. Yeah. Well, I seen something interesting. I forgot where I seen it, and the guy was like, uh, he was asking this guy at a uh, at a record label, hypothetically. Hypothetically, he was like, okay, I have this artist, and he talks about killing dogs. Can we put this on your radio station? He was like, fuck no. Okay, well I have this. Uh, this artist, he talks about killing kids. Can we put this on your radio station? Fuck no. Well, I got this artist that talk about killing black people all day. Hell yeah, bring all of them. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm, well, I'm going to tell you what that is because, like I said, again, that, that speaks to the agenda. 
I, I was speaking um, on one of my YouTube videos, uh-huh. and I mentioned this meeting that allegedly took place in the early nineties, okay. and it was and it was labeled the article that I read. It was labeled the meeting that changed the music industry forever. Yeah. And in that oh, meeting, no. there was an, a record executive that was explaining how he was invited to this mansion with all these executives, but also with the executives, they had a bunch of other people that they had no knowledge of who they were, but they found out later that they were investors who were getting ready to build private prisons. Wow! And while they were build, getting ready to build these private prisons, they had to petition to the record executives that look, in order for us to profit from these private prisons that we're getting ready to build, we have to create a circumstance that will ensure that we fill those prisons. Wow. And in doing that, what better way can we do it? We have to change the direction of rap music and Mm -hmm. allow what you just said, allow gang-banging music, drug-selling music, um, drug-using, materialism, those things have to be pushed to the forefront that will um, subsequently influence the youth to do it, which will subsequently lead them to be arrested, go to prison, mission accomplished. So it's absolutely an agenda to lock up black people and lock up black youth and to put them in jail and what better outlet to do it through hip hop. Yeah. So that's that's a fact. That's been going on forever because we can remember when you would hear conscious music on yeah. the radio. Yeah. yeah. But all of a sudden you didn't hear that you anymore. Don't hear it so anymore. yeah, so uh, so the thing is when you talked about the dogs and all that, yeah, you know, first thing I thought about was Michael Vick. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we'll lock this brother up because you, you ain't gonna kill no dogs. Yeah. But we can talk about killing each other all day long and we can make profit off of that. Too Short spoke about um, a time, we all know how Too Short rapped. Mm -hmm. Too Short spoke about a time where he went to his label which was Jive Records at the time and said he wanted to make an entire album filled with songs like The Ghetto. Remember he came out with The Ghetto? And that's a positive, uplifting song. Mm Label was like, nah, we need you to keep being too short. We we still need that. Right. So, (laughs) you know, there is an agenda. Absolutely, it's an agenda. It's profitable and it serves the purpose to keep young black people circulating through that revolving door, which is the prison industrial complex. Mm. Okay, well, I want to switch gears a little bit. Do uh, all the Satanist imagery in hip hop. Do you think that there's an Illuminati or whoever powers that be behind this? Or is it just something to create attention to bring in fans? What do you think about that? That's a that's a great question because that's been a debate that's been going on forever in music. Yeah. When when an artist reaches a certain level of success, I mean those highest of heights, yeah. the first thing people are gonna say, oh, psh- they got him. Right. He's right. Illuminati. <laughs> right. Then when they come out to perform on the Grammys or they come out to perform on the big award yeah. shows, there's always this this symbolism that yeah. you may see somewhere in the in the background yeah. of their performance. Right. And they say, okay, yep, they're paying the homage. They're going through their rituals. Yeah. And but the fact of the matter is, until you know, you really don't know. Yeah. We yeah. can just speculate. But one thing that I will say is that no artist is gonna reach those types of heights without the permission yeah. of somebody yeah. that's putting those strings. Yeah. Because you're not gonna get to be three, four, five, six hundred million dollars in the game and have all this this um status 
without being permitted to yeah. do so. You don't do that just through the regular grind like yeah. we rap about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, again, there are people in place that control this thing. I can't speak for artists and say well, he's a part of this. He's a part of this. Now, may he, he will he contribute to the agenda? Could he be doing it subconsciously? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or could he believe in it himself and say, you know what? Let me put my little petition out there to see if they'll right. accept because I want to be up there with that guy. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that there's so many ways to look at it. Um, okay, so I have a question. Do you think that being a successful independent artist with a huge following, because you you have a pretty huge following. I had looked into some of your stuff. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, do you think having that successful following and being an independent artist and not willing to sell your soul to the devil, as they say, or um, the higher powers, do you think that makes the higher powers or the Illuminati fearful in a sense of people who are successful and independent? I don't think it makes them fearful because, again, they they have the power to bring up whoever they want to bring up. In the same way they have the power to bring up who they want to bring up, they have the power to suppress, to suppress. whoever they want to suppress. So if they see a young artist coming up and he's conscious and he's building up a following and he's starting to change people's minds for the better, they have the power to not let him in. Those, yeah. those mainstream doors to where nope, he'll never be able to touch right. millions and millions of people. They don't fear, they, they, they are aware that he's there, but they create the ceiling so he can only yeah. get yeah. so high. So they, they don't worry about that. Well, I've often wondered because, especially here recently, because we have had a lot of successful people coming up whom haven't exactly or doesn't appear that they've sold their soul to the devil in a sense, as they say, Um there's been a lot of murders and killings going on. So I've often wondered if that is like a behind the scene thing where they're like, mm, you're not willing to, you know, come to our level. You don't want to sign with us. You don't want to do what we want you to do. So we're just going to knock you off. That's always been conversation. That's yeah. always been the rumor mm -hmm. that's like, okay, we need you to, to contribute to our agenda. And if you don't, this will be the consequence. I don't know if, if that actually happens like that. Right. But at the same token, um, there is a level of, of personal responsibility that a lot of our young artists have to have because right. you have to make a decision on whether or not you're going to just be an artist or you're going to still keep yourself tied to these streets out here, mm -hmm. which keep, continues to put you in positions where you could lose your life or get jammed up and go to prison. So Most definitely. I don't know. Okay. okay. Well, here go the thing. I had a, um, when you say personal responsibility, I do get that. I do get that. But I try to look at everything that's going on in the, because I, I'm that kind of guy that's out of space. So I look at everything that's going on in the music yeah, industry. Right. Yeah, in the music <laughs> industry. And I and, it, and I see the symbolism, the devils and all of that. Yeah. So And then I believe in, you know, I guess the higher up presidents and people behind them, they go on secret little rituals. Yeah. You know, all of these things. It's a supernatural situation. And that's how I look at it to myself. And when you say you think that they're people, you think that they're people, but you just made the statement that they wouldn't let you get so far without someone pulling the strings. So even when we reach up to that very top, it very well could be some type of like um, spiritual bad people, maybe alien, well, maybe something. I think that they believe that. And that's what give it power, which goes right back to speaking things into existence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about as far as the people in power. In power yeah. I know that they believe that, but is it true? Yeah. Right. 
Okay. And, and see, and and, and that's okay. that's a, that's a good point because if y'all are not familiar, it's a, I did a song called Grand Deception. Yeah. Okay. If you look at that song, it talks about everything that we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. But there's also a scripture that I subscribe to. Okay. That says we war not with flesh and blood. Yeah. But against principalities right. and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, those high places can represent what we think is those executive suites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the high place also can represent the mind. Yeah. This this is the highest place that that exists, is yeah. is is the highest level of consciousness. So the spiritual wickedness can enter those levels and then the people will act on it mm-hmm. based on the fact that they subscribe to it themselves. Right. So yeah, I mean, like my brother just said, when you talk about the individuals who go and carry out these rituals, they go to mm-hmm. Bohemian Grove and all these little right. uh, yeah. Masonic lodges and all that. They believe in whatever it is they're chanting to and all that, but it, like my brother just said, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's real because right. nothing, you can you can wish things and speak things, but it can't affect me if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. That's a block on me. Yeah. See, if that's the case, then we all walking around here like snipers. If I can just wish something bad on you yeah. and you have no control over it, then who am I? Why do I have that power over you? Right. Only if, if right. you allow me to have it. Yeah. Right. You're so protected. That, right, so no question. You are protected. You protect as yourself. As long as you're your putting energy. out that good vibe, it transmutates, comes back into you, and you get that ball, and you protect it. You don't let people come in, and you know the transmutation of energies by people touching you or hugging you or forcing, you know, you absorb it. I do anyway. And uh, so when people they're like, hey, huh? I'm like, huh? have <laughs> you ever, have you, you've, we've all heard the term when people say, hey man, you got to protect your energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protect your energy. That's, yeah. that's all that is. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, I, be, I believe, I believe in the most high, I believe in a higher power. So there's nothing that you can do to me that he does not cause or allow. Right. And also the, the God energy within myself, I have to cause it or I have to allow it to happen to me. So just like you said earlier, you made a great point earlier, you can peep things from a distance and like, something ain't right about that dude over there. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to stay away from that that cat, you know, so all that time. See, I think a lot of times we make the mistake of of, of fully separating the the physical from the spiritual. They are intertwined. They work together. Yes. But we have to learn how to mesh those things and and utilize them in a way that benefits us. It's the language. You right. got to learn to speak the language and they speak different signs different to different people and we were talking about empaths and different types and I didn't know fauna empath was even a thing but we speak to the animals through the animals with healing and transmutations. Okay. So I was telling her about the languages of love, you know, I did, I just thought if you love somebody you love somebody but you if you really look at it and you you Binds acts of services. I don't go around saying, I love you, baby. <laughs> Your ass is fed. You're taken care of. You, you, I am helping you grow. You're helping me grow. That's it. Love is a verb. That it's an action is. word. Well, let me say this here to the listeners out there. Everything that they really just said at this point, there was a witch on here that said it. A, you can cast a spell on someone, and you can believe that spell to work. But if the person that you're casting the spell on don't believe in that, then it doesn't. Work so he said. Protect your yeah, energy, and I actually you don't give it power. I noticed right. like a parallel with rap music, 
with that because, like he said, we had some actual witches on the show, mm-hmm. and they were telling us that you know, like he just said, if a, a spell only works if the spellcaster and the person uh, getting the spell cast on them believe believes. So I, I take a look at hip hop. So you got this guy up here rapping, chanting, whatever right. about murder, killing, mm-hmm. and then you got millions of fans believing that, and they're chanting it at the same and time. And they believe it because they idolize people. Idolize yeah. these famous rappers and musicians because they're and distracted so I, by money and, and ass t- and drugs and the easy, easy. Instead, it's easier to fall into that shit than to get right and say, you know what, this ain't the right way. I'm in a different way of thinking, so I'm going to move towards this direction. And then people are like, "Oh, well, yeah." Well, and well, I fuck took you that then. as if I you took don't want to come with, like, you know. I took that as like the rapper is actually casting a spell on itself. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I agree with that because again, we talk about we don't have to even talk about what's happening today. We yeah. can go back and talk about Notorious B.I.G. making an album called Ready to Ready Die. Ready to Die. Yeah, yeah. we talked yeah. about that. You absolutely can bring that to yeah, yourself. Exactly. You can do it. You can walk into the same way you can walk into it's a success. Success. It's yeah. the same thing. So you have the choice to decide what you're gonna do. Now, was Biggie ready to die? I don't believe he don't was. So. No. But it, it just it just looked good and sounds yeah. good because we take pride in in glorifying just those types of, yeah. of of statements, it makes you seem like, oh, he don't care. That boy just, he just, he don't care. He, he real with it. But in reality, it's very powerful. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. powerful. So we have to look more. Pac did the same thing. Yeah. Always yeah. talking about, when they murder me, and I, no, you don't yeah, do that. Don't, right, you don't right. do that. Because you, 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 are, you are creating the circumstances, subconsciously, and consciously mm-hmm. creating the circumstance in the environment to bring that into fruition. Okay. So you got to you got to hold up well, on that kind of language. I want to ask you this, do you think that we could ever let that style of music go? Because and and I, I just want to say for your answer because there's so many things that we created and let other people have it cuz we were through with it. Like if you go with jazz, rock and roll, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We created it right. and moved on from it. Right. So do you think that we could ever move on from this death culture or killing culture in hip hop? Well, the only thing I Good would question. say that, that I would respectfully disagree is in terms of even with jazz and rock and roll, it's not so much that we were through with it. It got taken, it got taken from us. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. give it in, yeah. you know, and then let's we'll give Elvis Presley the credit for it, you know, yeah. however it went down. But as far as your question is, the way for us to remove ourselves from that line of thinking in hip hop, we have to gain control and ownership of it. Yeah. See, exactly. again, you have record labels and CEOs and these these people in the, the physical high places that control what your children hear. Right. So they have that power. They are the ones who, oh, this is played on the radio. This is played on the radio. This is shown on the video shows. This is what's distributed all over the place. They have that power. So until we take that power from them to say, you know what? I don't have to sign with this label. Yeah. And whatever so-called losses that I that I may take by not being distributed worldwide, by not getting that that look, as we call it, then so be it. Yeah. Then once we do that, then no CEO can tell me, hey man, make another strip club song. Hey man, make another song where you 
pulled up and shot everybody on the block. No, we we have to take ownership of our art form because like you say in the case of jazz and rock and roll now, black people created that. Yeah. Hip hop the same way. But we give it away based on the hope of money, yeah. based on the hope wow. of a better lifestyle, wow. based on the hopes of those things because wow. we come out of a condition that we didn't create for ourselves also that makes us so thirsty and hungry. I gotta get out this this hood. I gotta get out, I gotta get my mama this, I gotta get my children out of this neighborhood. And we settle because of things we never had. So a label say, man, I give you a hundred thousand dollars. What? Not realizing that ain't no that money. That ain't no money, yeah. yeah. You know, so it, it, it's so many different tie-ins to this, but at the top of it all, we have to take ownership. And yeah. then that can change the minds of the, of the people, the yeah, actions. Exactly. You hear that? Yeah, he means we have to kill the aliens. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Left field. Yeah, yeah, I you know what I'm saying. But it's about time we take a break, yeah, pay some bills. That's what I was thinking. So everybody at home right now, I want y'all to really listen, right? Because this is K. Reno. He's the legendary K. Reno. He's a philosopher. He's a, into a rapping intellect. All right, so you guys pay him attention, okay? Go look him up, and when you return, we'll be back. Hey. It's that time of year, guys. Just in time, Tax Houston. Their services include personal and business taxes, notary, DBA assistance, free consults, virtual, and Zoom consults are available. The best part is you get a $50 referral fee. You also get a $25 discount if you show a digital or physical copy of the flyer and mention the Urban Paranormal Podcast. The address is 9894 Bissonette Street, Suite 387, Houston, Texas 77036. Contact Crystal Terry at 832-494-4080 for the lowest preparer fees in town. Also, if you would like to get your credit cleaned up, go to financialservices.com. And we are back to the Urban Paranormal Podcast, and I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. And I'm your host, J.H. Co-host, Daily Dose of Brandy. Hey, and we have a very... Two very special guests. Yes. Right, right. But one's more special than the other, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, right. absolutely. We have the rap god K. Reno in the house. I thought you were talking yeah. about me. Yeah. <laughs> I know you could be considered a rap I'll god. I'll share it. I'll right, share it. Right, right. And we have the rap. You want to be a rap god, too? Uh, a goddess. No. The goddess. Yeah, I, yeah. Cody Warchild. That's the it. goddess. The healer in the I, house. I mean, and we have the anchor man, David Romo. Just stepped in a little late. He yeah, should have brought Waterbury because he sure should. <laughs> you know because he's late. It's all good, but we're <laughs> we back on the air. There you go, man. So guys, we're sitting here, like you said, with Mister K Reno, and we're just asking him his um, opinions, philosophy, you know, about um, particular certain things in the industry. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I've I've already chunked at him uh, about spirits, okay. you know, and ghosts. He said, hey, 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 I don't I don't want to test none of that shit. Wow, because I ain't okay. seen it, you know, okay. what I'm and that's fair. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'd like to ask this because I Go did ahead. hear you mentioned Bohemian Grove. Yeah, you did. Mm. And I happened to, you know, research Bohemian Grove, and I seen that these guys worship this owl god right. called Moloch. Right. And I see that Drake, his thing, his whole thing is the owl. Do you think there's some connection there, or is it just? 
Drake has a fascination with owls. I, I would I wouldn't know. Um, okay, we would have to really just somebody would have to ask him that question. Okay, uh, we knew we do know that there's some symbolism and like I said, there's some worship of that owl and 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 in that culture, but. We don't know which artists are really, really getting into that. Okay. You know, like say if you watch the video of the song I did called Grand Deception, you'll just see yeah. all that whole I breakdown. Yeah. But on the same token, we can only guess who may be participating in that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and more importantly, why? Yeah. If you are participating in that, then the question would be why? Because again, like me, I'm I'm somebody who believes in 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 one. God, one true entity that is the most high, the creator. Yeah. So I wouldn't personally subscribe to the notion of bowing down to any images and symbols and okay. idols and things of that nature, but we never know what people are trying to accomplish and what may have been required of them in order to accomplish that. But okay, well, I have a follow-up question. You being in this uh, rap game industry all these years has... Anybody ever came at you like that? Or you seen someone? No, not not like not in that way. I just did a video to a song I did a few years back called The Meeting. Yeah. And it's talking about just a hypothetical scenario where a record label is interested in me, uh-huh. but they want me to denounce yeah. all of the ideologies uh-huh. that I believe in. Mm. And um, but it's a hypothetical scenario. Okay. But the the true situations that I've been through. From 1992 on, I've been a believer in the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Okay. That's the Farrakhan. So I rap about that. You're going to hear those names in my music all the time. And early on, when I was in my early 20s, um, labels was interested in me Mm because I was still, I didn't fully understand. So I was still sending demo tapes out and trying to get signed to big labels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they would be interested. And a couple, at least two or three were interested, but they were like, we like it, but we need you to change that line about Farrakhan. Don't talk oh, about wow. him so much. Don't switch that. Wow. And and I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Right. And, wow. and and as a result of that, those were deals that I didn't get. Wow. But I have no regrets about that. Wow. Because all I would think about was like, man, if I sat down to actually write that, I meant that. Yeah. You know, I, I meant to speak on the, mm-hmm. the, the teachings and the knowledge that I've learned through him. Right. I got to pay homage. So I can't let some CEO, some label, some A&R tell me, don't talk about the man who helped to give me life. Right. So y'all can have that deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah. So yeah. let me ask you a question. So, you, so what you're saying is in 1992 is when you completely changed your thoughts or, or how you saw the industry or life itself at that time. Is that It was the beginning, beginning. of that process. I, I hadn't fully grasped an uh, understanding of what how this thing really rocks. Works, I wasn't yeah. even close. Yes. And even in 2020, you still don't know no. right. because it evolves. Right. The evil of it evolves. Yeah. Right. So you still don't know. You're always learning. I, I hear things all the time. They go, maybe, wow, and they doing that now. So in 1992, that was the beginning of it. All mm-hmm. I knew is that I had been introduced to this new body of knowledge that made me look at the world totally different, but I hadn't taken it in in its totality yet. I have I hadn't comprehended it yet. Right. I was just starting. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so go backwards right before right before Mr. Farrakhan came in, like when you start, you know, learning that, right before, you were just like these kids are in a sense today, right? You know, you was doing your rapping, your music and and everything. 
was there ever a point before Mr. Muhammad that you 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 said a rhyme and you said this rhyme and it just felt like wait a minute I shouldn't say this. Oh yeah, I did that after I came into the knowledge. Right. <laughs> you know, right. you don't you don't transform overnight. That was yeah. no beam of light that hit me and made me just become this new person. It's it's a constant battle. Right. And there are many songs that I've written past the time I came into yeah. the teachings that I still look back and like, man, I shouldn't have said that. Because you are always fighting with that dynamic mm-hmm. between the good mm-hmm. and the evil. And you get enticed into, you know, I'm I maybe maybe I will talk about these females on this particular right, song. Right. Maybe I will yeah. talk about cracking this dude upside. You know, so you 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 are always fighting that internal war. But the key is if you look at it in the form of a scale, and if this is the good and this is the bad, you want to be like this. The right. good is down here because right. it's it's Outweighing yeah. the bad, yeah. so you just want to get to the point where if, if if we do a ratio, man, okay, yeah, I still may say some stuff, but it's it's that only represents five percent, right, of my totality. The other ninety five, I'm feeding minds. I'm trying to get something that can help people be for the better. You're working on it, yeah, and You're eventually, evolving and, and you're right, learning how to use that gift to put out that good message, that good vibe. And the goal is to reach the destination of getting to 100% or as closer to it as you can. But nobody sits up here and act like they're perfect in the execution right, right. of it. Yeah. Right. right. And, and, and the reason why I ask that, because I, there's a difference. Because you were saying words, but yet you changed them. Right. And because in my mind, you knew the impact of that word or what it was going to say. Absolutely. So here my saying is, is that there is a particular spell being cast because he changed it because he knew. So he knew that he was putting a spell on other people. So he changed it. And, Once, and, and look, and, and, and I say this because uh-huh. there have been times where I have run into people uh-huh. that they would always mention certain songs that I've done. Mm-hmm. They could be positive songs. Mm-hmm. People have told me, hey, man, when I heard this song, I was on the verge of committing suicide. That helped me change right, it. Right. Wow. Hey, man, my wife had just left me when you made this song, and it helped me get through that. Yeah. And when I hear that, I'm like, man, that's beautiful, man. You know, thank right, God. Right. But I've also been in situations where people have told me, man, I used to ride around and snort cocaine listening to your music. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like, but I, even though I've never promoted cocaine, but there may be other songs that were so negative that it lumped it all in together for the right. person. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I can get high to this. Right. Right. So the power of words that you're saying is, is very important because right. you don't want that kind of blood on your hands, plain yeah. itself. Right. So, so I'm he, conscious of it now. Right. So uh, Trent, here go the thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted him to say. I was trying to get that exp- to him to explain that even before he knew really anything, yeah. religious or spiritually, yeah. he instinctively knew that writing this and saying this would cause this particular spell. So he cut it out even before before yeah. okay. and now once he's here at this point it's still a same type of like a an awakening he see in my mind he sees all of the bad stuff yeah but he still keeps saying people people even though everything kind of adds up to something higher than people do you get what i'm saying yeah so i'm, I'm showing this, this and, short... and let me let me say this okay to speak to your point also well we have an innate understanding of right and wrong. 
And it doesn't matter. You're born with it. Right. Because it, it makes me think of something Minister Farrakhan said. Mm-hmm. How does a 18-month-old, two-month-old, two, not month, a two-year-old baby, how does a baby know that if he grabs some candy and he and then his mama turn around and look, he just be kind of like, how how did he know that he's wrong That's when he's doing that? Yeah. Because he's probably been... Told See, no. Well, that's I know, possibly. I know, possibly. I know exactly. And that's when they start exactly sneaking around. But, but, but there's something in us, yeah, that's in cool. our nature, yeah, yeah. that automatically kind of knows what's what. Because there are yeah. other examples outside of the one I gave. It's just yeah. like, ah, you know, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, that. exactly. So you, you know, say it's not a, it's not casting a spell. It's just instinctively knowing. Well, well, I think when you say casting a spell, that's just a terminology, but. It could mean the same thing right. that I'm talking about. You just phrase it as that. that. As a spell. That's, right. well, that's just yeah. like if you go to yeah. the that's Bible. Intention. I forgot what proverb it is, but it says, you will eat the fruit of your words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That just stuck with me. That was a powerful thing. You will eat the fruit of your words. Yes. That's scary. Yeah. Well, and when you're a child, you speak you as say. a child. And right. when as you evolve and you grow and you speak as an adult. And because you've evolved, you know better. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go back and spread that negative shit because you've been there and it ain't really a good place. And you you know that there's more out there, the ascensions and all the different realms. And you're starting, you're, the veil's being lifted. You know what's going on. You're trying to find like minds. Like with Mr. Reno's music, I don't like, ooh, I'm going to jam some Hey Reno. When I listen to K Reno, I'm like, everybody shut the fuck up. I'm on the back porch, smoke out. I'm gonna listen to K Reno because he, he right. he's teaching, okay. Right, right. And if there's something you had a question about, he he can give you that little piece that makes you go to that rabbit hole that makes that's familiar to you, yeah, because facts. like we're all made in his image. We're all in the DNA of him. Whether it be some people think aliens, some whatever, right. In his likeness, the, creator. Then at the creator. same time, different things can mean different things to different people. And if you've had past lives, you've been here before, or you're an old soul, you've been here, you know, or you have all your ancestral guides or your spirit Mm -hmm. guides or whatever you call them. I mean, you're protected in the way I feel. And as long as you're putting out, you've paid that karma, that past, you put out the shit, you got the shit. My house got burnt down. You robbed me. I mean, I've been there. I've had it done. because. Well, no, it was my actions. It's what my negative that I put out there, my shit that I pulled, because I was young and didn't know better. Right. It comes back. And it comes when she's ready, not when I'm ready. So that's humble yourself so that the universe doesn't have to do it for you because it's easier to swallow your pride than to choke on it and learn the lesson and move forward and prevent someone else from going through the same thing, you know, to help them. let, Let me ask this. What do you think, Mr. Reno, about the recent spike in murder of rappers? What, what what do you think uh, that we can do to stop, stop these it. guys mm-hmm. from wanting to kill each other and this whole bravado of I'm a tough guy, everybody's a gangster. Why does everybody have to be a gangster these days? Well, kill people. Make kill love people. No, ha- popular. Have to be a Bring just love like, back. Just what I asked. Why, <laughs> why does everybody have to be a gangster these days? Because that culture has been glorified yeah, for decades, it's been glorified in Hollywood. It's been glorified in music. And again, I take it to the top. Yeah, It's been allowed to be spread and distributed 
and made to be appealing. Yeah. So we see movies that represent that lifestyle and the way that is crafted motivates and inspires our young people. I need to be him. Yeah. I want to be Scarface. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the rapper right. Scarface. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I want to be uh, Frank Lucas. Yeah. You know, it just the way the movie is set up. But anything of a positive nature, not many positive images are, are put out yeah. through through those types of mm-hmm. avenues. So, but but also what mm-hmm. creates those situations, again, I always gotta take it to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, because he said that knowledge of self is the key to squashing all of that. Yeah, yeah. Meaning that if you understand who you are, yeah. which is what she just got through saying, mm-hmm. when you are in the image, in the likeness of God, the creator himself, mm-hmm. you are a reflection of him. Yeah. And as it says in, in, in the Psalms, it says, ye are all God's children of the most high God. Yeah. So if I'm a God with the little g, yeah. I'm not the supreme being, yeah. but I'm a reflection of him, that means that my brother is one too. Yeah. Right. So if I look at him as being a reflection of God, I can't hurt him. Exactly. I can't do any exactly. harm to him. Mm-hmm. But we have to come into that understanding and knowledge of that, that I, I don't want to take your life right. because yeah. you got on the wrong color shirt yeah. or yeah. because you from a different neighborhood yeah. that I'm from. So we have to gain a knowledge of who we are yeah. and, and, and act on that, and that'll be the main foundation of us Stopping all that killing. And, and I got to bring this up. It's funny that you would bring up Scarface. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was a difference back in the days. When we listened to Scarface, we knew he was more or less like a hood reporter. Right. He was telling stories. Right. Whether personal or whatever. But in today's music, you got these guys, they actually kill somebody and yeah. rap about it on the song. They come back, oh, yeah, I killed him. Right. right. Then before you know it, he's dead. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it be over nothing. Well, yeah. I, I I will say this. History does repeat itself because yeah. this is not the first time we've seen like little waves of rappers getting killed. Like I said, we yeah. saw Biggie and Biggie Pac go back to yeah. back. Yeah. You know, these things work in a in a cycle. Yeah. But the thing the problem is that we have never carried out the actions that were necessary to break the cycle. So yeah. now a whole other generation is going through the exact same thing. Yeah. But on top of that, a lot of these brothers, they are actually, they living that lifestyle yeah, for real. I know, I know. Yeah. These ain't no studio gangsters. Yeah, I know, I know. They are actually living that lifestyle, but they just happen to be doing music. Music, yeah. On, along with that. Yeah. And they transfer the lifestyle in the music, music, through the language. So when you hear some of these guys saying what they'll do and what they'll, they'll really they do They mean that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they true to that lifestyle. So yeah. that's why we have to change the thinking, the thought process, the understanding has to change. It's like, dude, you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to be gone, your children and your family are going to be without, that whole lifeline is cut out, and the person who carries out the act is going to prison for the rest of their life. Right. So is it really worth that? Does it mean that much in order to just prove my loyalty to a lifestyle or to some homeboys that are not going to be a part of your life forever? Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I feel that. But I, I feel like for those people living that lifestyle, they're living it, they believe it. 
So, absolutely. So yeah. they're they're stuck in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and like I say, there are conditions that were put in place. Experiment. There are conditions. Right. If you talk about when, when you talk about black people, you're talking about from the time of slavery all the way from the time uh, of Jim Crow, from Reconstruction to Jim Crow, mm. all the way to Civil Rights Movement. There have been conditions that we have been put in as a people that are so horrible that we are so far behind right. on a so low on the totem pole that these conditions lead to crime. You know, they, they they started poverty, then crime and and drug selling, drug use, and depression that leads you to, man, I gotta get high, I gotta get my mind off of this. And before you know it, we're doing whatever we have to do and we, we become savages just to survive. Yeah. Yeah. I got some. Okay, so being Native American, they said there was the motto of um, kill the man or kill the Indian, save the man. And that was to become part of the civilized tribes and you being non-savage, but to be civilized. What you had to do was give up any of your dances, which was ceremonial or ritual. Basically taking every part of the Indian that made him the Indian or native and made him colonized. And if he were to do these things, the punishment would be death, things like that. So... It's it's kind of shitty that that's out there, and that people had to to just give up everything because that's what they believe. That, that that's, that's who they are. That's a familiar tactic, mm -hmm. because the best way to break a people is to totally separate them from, from what makes them, them who they are. Strong, it, their power. These source. brothers are old enough to remember public enemy, oh, Amen. public enemy. And to, to speak to your point that you just made when they told the Indians, hey, you got to stop your dances and all that, that was a song that public enemy had where at the beginning they had somebody speaking. And he said, remember when you were brought here, you were robbed of your name, robbed of your religion. Right. They took your culture, your language, your God. And then they said, well, many of us, the way we act, we even lost our mind. See, that's what the first slaves that came from the continent of Africa, they didn't speak English. They weren't Christians. They had no knowledge of the ways of this world. They had but their culture. They had the their way culture. they were raised, what they were. They that's who they were. And that's who they were. But you cannot enslave a person who has knowledge of themselves. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those people, they either jumped off the boat and said, we're going to commit suicide. They revolted and might have been killed in that process, those were the ones who decided, I will never be a slave to another man. But right. those who didn't, they had to break them yes. mentally and take all of that. So one generation later, you speak in English. One generation later, you are subservient and you have no knowledge of where you came because the baby that you bring into birth, taking him and setting him. He in Virginia somewhere, right? right? Right. So this is a process. And he's that got takes a number. Place. He gets a number. He gets a race. He gets a religion when he comes out. They he, give they, you their religion. They give yes. and <laughs> and that effect trickles all the way down to the present day. To this, day, it's no yeah. disconnect from that. So yeah. when you see our brothers out there doing slavery exists, but in a different form because the the one advantage that the slaves from 460 years ago had that we don't have today, they understood and knew 
yeah. that they were slaves. Yeah. We walk around here not understanding that we are. So it, it's, it's, it's a lot deeper than what we make it out to be, but the reality of it is, is that there's a lot of work that has to be done on us mentally and spiritually in order to start to reverse this process. Okay, so <clears throat> I got to ask you this. The seven albums in seven days. <laughs> in one day, one day. <laughs> in one day. Yes, sir. Holy moly. Right. How did you do that? Man, God is great. Um, What I tried to do was I just came up with this idea. It was like, man, I'm going to put out 100 songs at one time. Wow. And I was going to do it just digitally. I was just going to drop 100 songs on iTunes or something or whatever. Mm -hmm. But as I started writing, I got about three songs in. I was like, man, that's a lot of songs. I don't know who do 100. Wow. Right. But I got to about 84 songs. Damn. Then I started thinking. I was like, you know what? How would that break down in terms of albums if I put an average of 12 songs on each album and it came out to be seven? Wow. You know, which we believe is the number of God, the number of perfection. Was, I, I, was I would say seven's my, my number. Question. So, <laughs> but, but that was just, wow, I didn't think about that till yeah. afterwards. Okay. So um, I dropped all seven and I, and I printed out physical copies, but I dropped them all in one day because I, I also wanted to do something that had never been done from a historical wow. standpoint, either yeah. by no artist in any genre. Right. You know, people yeah. that say, well, this guy dropped this many, this guy dropped. But <laughs> every song I put out during that project was 100% new and original. It wasn't something I had put up and hide in the vault. I didn't cheat at all. Everything was written and laid out. Wow. And it took nine months to do it. And I dropped them all in the same day. Wow. I got to say, bro, you know, because I used to do music too, still a little yeah. bit. And one of the, you was one of the guys that made, we probably around the same age, but you was one of the guys that made me want to get into it. I got to tell you, just like Biggie said, I let my tape rock. To my tape pop, <laughs> no, no doubt. No there was doubt. this song, bro, uh, with you and Dope E. Yeah, uh, it had a cutie pie sample. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. That's from the COD album. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was my shit. I, yeah. Man, I rocked that motherfucker. Man, all day, all night. Yeah, we dropped that in 1990. Wow. Yeah, okay. 1990, that, that was the dopeness man. right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I was actually telling Mr. Reno out there. You know, you know, I heard of him. Through COD. Oh, okay. And okay. it was, it was he just he just had this particular swag, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but right now he's a philosopher, you know, and all of that. But back then he had this kind of swag that made you go, "Listen, that dude." And he was, I was crazy, That's right? And was. he was a threat when it come to battle rapping. So, <laughs> okay, there you I, go. I want to ask him about the song "Casting Out the Demons." Yeah. Ooh. What what uh what is the meaning of that song? It's it's an internal it's an internal struggle. Okay. And it represents just the fact that you're seeing all of the, the temptation around you, you okay. know. Because if you if you listen to the song, the last line I said in the last verse, I said, they almost had me. You okay. know what I'm saying? And it doesn't necessarily mean that that's a process that I went through, yeah. but it's like, and not and as far as on that deep, deep level, okay. but it could be anything. Wow. Because it's day to day. It's like, man, he almost took that drink when he was an alcoholic, he's yeah. trying to kick it. Yeah. He almost cheated on his wife when he, you know, it's a, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you almost had me. He almost signed that deal that almost made him sell his soul. Okay. So they're just casting out demons. But so the hook was saying, I'm going to get you off me, my Lord. Since I can't kill them softly, they die hard. I see them floating all around me because they trying, 
to take control of my mind. Wow. You know, so it, it, it's just a fight, man. That's dope, bro, man. that you can put out a hundred songs in one day and still remember all your lyrics. I, now, you, I just got lucky that you okay. mentioned one that I know. <laughs> okay. Because I'm the worst okay. in the world at memorizing okay. lyrics. Right, right. right. Okay. But, but nah. I would never have quoted lyrics if, if it's somebody. Mm -hmm. I, I just been like, okay, yeah, I remember the concept <laughs> of the song. <laughs> I just got lucky because that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I also like this song, My Bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I don't know if y'all seen that. It's yeah. actually funny yeah, and, and jamming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you got you got because you got to mix it up, man. You can't be serious all the yeah. time. You can't be just in that mode all the time. So it's like you know, I I come down and just make some fun, loving, yeah. cool songs. Yeah, you got to do happy that. songs. Yeah. yeah. Look here, guys. If you want a high quality car for an affordable price, go see Alex Quality Cars, home of the low down payments as low as five hundred dollars. That's Alex Quality Cars at forty forty five Southport, Corpus Christi, Texas. Zip code 78415. The telephone number, 361-452-2507. Once again, that telephone number is 361-452-2507. Welcome back to the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but, but your family, family to us already. So we're sitting there with the great, legendary Mr. K. Reno. And I want to tell you, uh, Mr. Reno, and I say that for guys because I'm giving him respect. But I want to say that um, you have a, a podcast show, or not a podcast show, um, where you at home and you're recording yourself and, you know, you do these things. Well, there was one that you had that you said, don't quit before you get to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. And that was you guys at home, you really need to visit his um, his, his video, his vlog is what they were called. Yeah. And listen, because it's enlightening. Because here's the thing: what you said—that's—that's that's me. I would always quit before the finish line. Trent wow. used to yell at me and cuss me out, you know. So it it really hit home. And I told Trent I had to tell you I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate it. You know, he was like, "Man, Jay, don't you know? It may be doing at the end of something." So yeah. you know, I just wanted to tell it's, you my appreciation. It's a, um, it's a, it's a principle, man. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all ever play basketball, yeah. but. Okay, you know you play 21? Yeah. And then in 21, it's probably eight, nine dudes standing under the goal mm -hmm. waiting to get the rebound. Right. So sometimes when you play 21, you stand on one side, and no matter who shoots how many times, the ball keeps going to the other side. Yeah. You're like, man, I can't get a rebound over here. Yeah. So 10 times in a row, the ball went over here. On the 11th time, you change your mind and say, man, I'm going to stand over here since the ball keeps coming over. And as soon as you move, the ball comes to right where you just was. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, man, I, if I would have just stayed. Exactly. Right. So that's the principle of like when you're working on it and striving for a goal, just stay on it. Stay on it because exactly. the minute you decide to give up or quit, that could have been right when the, right the pinata was about to bust open. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. so you got you just got to be focused through the frustration and through the bumps in the road and all that. So all that stuff is on my YouTube channel. I try to put inspirational little videos on my YouTube channel. And um tell them your YouTube channel. Yeah, tell we, them how to subscribe. Can we find it's it? the real K Reno. K dash R I N O. Y'all subscribe to the channel. Um the real K Reno. And um, you know, I do a radio show every Wednesday night on, okay. on KPFT. 
okay. and you can check that out on kpft.org or just you know on the regular radio you ride down the street in your car just put on 90.1 fm okay wednesday nights at 9 p.m k reno k reno radio okay we're gonna have to awesome. check that out i didn't know that yeah yeah there you go oh. well everybody on that note let me tell you it's what he was saying the whole thing is just sticking with you know what you're doing sticking with what you're doing so you guys at home if you're listening to us right now listening to us keep sticking with us keep keep doing what you're doing yeah. keep sticking with us you know what i'm saying we're going to try to bring you the best people we possibly can you know so i want to thank right off the top mr reno for just blessing us with your you yes, know what i'm saying thank, you so thank y'all thank y'all for having me it's an honor i had fun really y'all 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 some y'all some deep individuals appreciate man. it <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it's we deep, love, I love it. hopefully we can get you back one day. anytime okay. anytime right. 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 don't, don't hesitate cool. so you guys at home this is uh jay trent and brandy brandy and we're signing off Hi, my name is Robert Richard, and I'm the host of the exciting new show, What's That Network, where you and the contestants guess the cash flow of the most popular celebrities around today for cash and prizes. I want you to go to Ego Network TV on YouTube to watch the show. Please, please, please subscribe, like, and also follow us on Instagram at ego underscore network underscore tv i'll see you there brought to you by bsb media would you like to advertise on the urban paranormal podcast send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com or if you just have a story to tell send us an email help support the urban paranormal podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign dsb media on cash app That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.